Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to O-Face Wrestling. This is your host JT and your co-host Christy. Hey, hey! So today we're excited because we're going to be doing a spotlight episode on the man Becky Lynch. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, me too. So um, we both have very strong opinions on Becky Lynch, mostly good. But, you know, I just want to get out, you know, all of my opinions on her and... You know, same thing with Christy, and we just want to know what you all think of her as well, you know, and um, let us know, too, how you feel about our comments on her, so um, let's get to it. So, um, me personally, I've always been a Becky Lynch fan. Um, It more so started when she was a heel with Sasha Banks in NXT. Now, I remember when um, WWE, you know, originally signed her, because, you know, they, you know, when I saw the post on social media, you know, it was announced that WWE had signed Rebecca Knox. And for the longest time, I actually referred to her as Rebecca Knox and not Becky Lynch. But when she first came up to WWE, she was, you know, kind of a stereotypical kind of Irish kind of gimmick. She had, you know, the Irish theme music and wore, wore all green and did a little, I'm assuming, an Irish dance. But in time, you know, throughout her whole career, she has evolved And that's what, you know, as a wrestler, you need to do to make it in this business. Because at the end of the day, people just get bored of the same thing after a certain period of time. So Becky Lynch has certainly done that. But the funny thing is, like, the tables have kind of turned with, uh, you know, both mine and Christie's, you know, opinions on Becky Lynch. Um, At the end of the day, I still love her. But I was a huge Becky Lynch fan for the longest time back in NXT and even back in her early days in WWE. And I necessarily wasn't. Um, I was never really big into NXT, and I'm still not. I watched it here and there, you know, occasionally. But, again, I was never, you know, like a hardcore NXT fan. And then when she made her debut to the main roster, I've always thought Becky was an amazing wrestler. But I just wasn't really feeling her character. I, I just didn't really like the the steampunk character that she had. So it was just kind of like a turnoff for me, but I've always thought she was always, you know, really, really good in the ring. Yeah. Like she's extremely talented in the ring. I personally was a big fan of the steampunk version (laughs) of Becky. That's actually still my favorite version of her still to this day. But where we're really getting at with Becky Lynch is, you know, for the longest time she was known as not just the ultimate underdog, but out of all four women in the, uh, you know, four horsewomen, she was known as the least relevant. Even um, Paige had even, you know, pointed that out during a promo, you know, a few years back saying that she was the least relevant one. And the thing is, she really was. She was the only one of the four never to win the NXT Women's Champion. I believe she was the last to win a main roster championship. I do know that Charlotte and Sasha won it before her. I'm not sure about Bailey though. I think Bailey won hers before Becky. Not 100% sure about that, but I'm pretty sure Bailey did win. But a lot of people, because at the end of the day, like people were always, you know, really big on Charlotte and um, Sasha Banks. We knew they were the top two. And then I think, you know, Bailey kind of had the edge over Becky just because of her kind of like her gimmick stood out more and it was very kid friendly. So it had, so she had a large audience of, you know, younger fans and it just seemed like WWE just was invested in Bailey more than Becky you know obviously we saw 
Bailey get booked pretty strongly in NXT. And then even when she came up to the main roster, you know, she had the alliance with Sasha and she was, you know, booked pretty good, kind of pretty good. But yeah, and now um, ever since SummerSlam of 2018, you know, things have changed in Becky's career. She turned heel on Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, shortly after that, won the SmackDown Women's Championship. And then um, she got really over during the segment on um, Raw where SmackDown invaded Raw. And mm. Becky, you know, got her face busted open. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, she beat the crap mm-hmm. out of Ronda Rousey with the chair. So that was kind of like similar to the Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin moment back in 97 where... Stone Cold was locked in the sharpshooter and he had blood gushing down his face. It was just a moment that people remember. And uh, uh, some people say that the only reason Becky is popular is because of that moment. I'm just going to say this. I do not believe that. No. I think it helped her. Yeah. It, it definitely drew more attention to her. It made her look more badass. Oh, yeah. 100%. When, you're, when your that... face is busted open and you're still beating the crap out of someone <laughs> with it, it just, and she really toughed it out. That moment was so iconic. Like, that's going to be years from now. You had when... it, iconic. <laughs> I'm telling you, years from now, 10 years from now, when we're on YouTube watching WWE's top 10 moments, that's going to be on there. Exactly. And then, you know, obviously we know what happened after that. You know, she um, she eventually won the Royal Rumble earlier in the year. She main event at WrestleMania. She was the first and still to this day the only person ever to pin Ronda. Not that anyone's had a chance to do it since then. But, yeah, she's the first person ever to pin Ronda Rousey, which is a big deal. She has, you know, still to this day, she's still the Raw Women's Champion. She was both Raw and SmackDown champion at one point for like a month or two, I think two months. She's on the cover of WWE um, 2K20. And also, a lot of people don't really, you know, throw this out, but she was the first female ever to be the number one overall pick in a WWE draft. And, uh, to me, that's more of a bigger deal than what it's made out to be but yeah becky went from the underdog to the top dog now this is where we're getting at now like we mentioned you know christy is now a really diehard becky and i believe she's your favorite now is that correct uh over alexa it's a hard tie i don't want to <laughs> don't do that to me <laughs> <laughs> but like with me becky for the longest time was definitely top five for me but she's kind of dropped out it's not because of the person it's the character i'm not the biggest fan of the man character like i loved her as you know steampunk i loved her as heel and i even loved the whole austin kind of vibe we were getting from her earlier in the year but what really upset me was after she won the championships she kind of went out there sort of thanking the fans and all and i know a lot of people actually like that kind of stuff to me if you're going to be like a female stone cold you know, Steve Austin, and when did Stone Cold ever thank the fans and get all emotional? Never. Now, I know some people might argue and say, well, she's not trying to be Stone Cold. She's being her own thing. And I agree. That's cool. But they were clearly booking her like Stone Cold Steve Austin with being like the rebellious and, you know, against the the machine kind of thing. So it's like they were going in that direction and then they just changed it just like that. I, you know, like I said, I love 
Becky Lynch. I'm just not a big fan of like the ponytail and you know, this is the kind of thing that she's doing now. I don't know what it is, but yeah, like once again, where we're getting at is, is she being overbooked? Because her being champion is fine, but it really hit me when she went over Sasha at Hell in a Cell. That gave me Charlotte Flair vibes because back in 2016, when Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair were playing hot potato with the title, it was clear that Sasha was the most over female on that roster and the fans wanted her to win and hold the title. Mm-hmm. That did not happen at the culmination of the feud. Charlotte Flair won and went on to do other things with the title and Sasha just kind of disappeared or didn't disappear, but she just kind of fell out of the spotlight. Mm-hmm. When Sasha returned, you know, the day after SummerSlam, she instantly became the most over female on the roster say what you want to say but no one was creating more buzz than Sasha we all thought Sasha was going to win that title from um Becky I kind of figured something was going to happen at Clash of Champions which I was correct yeah, yeah I knew there was going to be yeah we called that yeah or, yeah yeah like I knew there was going to be some kind of DQ or no contest kind of ending but hell in a cell I really thought that was Sasha's time me too <laughs> I was honestly as much as I didn't I mean, I love Sasha Banks. I'm a huge Sasha Banks fan. But as much as I didn't want Becky to lose the title, I felt like if she were going to lose it to somebody, there wasn't anybody as worthy than Sasha. And I was very, very surprised when Sasha lost. I was surprised. I was pissed. You know, and now that they're on different brands obviously that feud is done and over with so it's kind of like what are you going to do with becky now because bail you know the charlotte's on raw i don't think they're going to go back to that feud so soon they were feuding for a very long time in 2018 well 2018 even into 2019 so there's really no one other than like potentially ronda rousey returning but still it's just like a lot of fans are kind of getting tired of Becky. I mean, obviously the diehard Becky fans are loving every minute. She could hold the title until she dies and they will not argue. But to me, it's kind of, I don't know. It's like, I get that she's on the cover and they wanted her to, you know, to hold the title until at least after the release of 2K20. But I don't want them to hold other women back. And to me, that really hurts Sasha's momentum. And that, and that makes me think, like, is Becky Lynch kind of like it, the Roman Reigns of, you know, the women division? Because for the longest time, Roman Reigns had the spotlight and he was going over a lot of stars. And now that now we're seeing Becky Lynch do it. I mean, I'm not mad that she went over Lacey Evans or Natty or anything like that. But Sasha Banks really that really like hit me and you know that really upset me and it's like now Becky Lynch is her reign's kind of getting stale and I don't know to me it's not what it it's not as good as it could have been the Lacey Evans feud was kind of boring Mm -hmm. the Natty feud was short it was okay the Sasha feud was good yeah and that was very very quick yeah, it was, you know, that lasted two pay-per-views. We thought maybe we'd go to three, but obviously the draft kind of changed things. So it's like, I think the draft potentially messed things up. Maybe WWE was going to put the title on Sasha, but then maybe Fox wanted Sasha, which was one of my predictions 
on why Sasha didn't win it, I don't know, but it's like Becky Lynch is kind of, she's all over the place, and I get it, she's marketable, she's pretty, she's talented, she's over her, you know, the man merchandise it sells, but, you know, I just kind of feel like they're overbooking her a little bit, and it's bringing, you know, some of the other women down, like, I mean, yeah, like I said, it killed Sasha's momentum. Well, it didn't kill her momentum, but it hurt it. So, I mean, do you feel like she's being overbooked? Um, yes and no. Um, yes, because I do feel like she is taking the spotlight away from other women a little bit. No, because I am a huge Becky Lynch fan. I will never get tired of her. She can, like you said, hold the title until she dies. I would be completely fine with that. I don't care that she's out there busting her ass every single week because I enjoy watching her. And I 100% believe she deserves everything that she's getting and that she has got. But obviously at some point, she's going to need to pass the torch. She's going to need to give that title up. Um, obviously her and Seth Rollins are engaged. They're going to be getting married, going on a honeymoon. So they're obviously going to need time off for that. So I don't know what WWE's plan is. Everybody knows WWE has a plan. My whole thing with why Sasha lost to Becky and why she is now on SmackDown is because I feel like they're finally going to eventually set up a feud between Sasha and Bailey, and she will take the title from Bailey and not Becky. But back to your question, who is going to take the title from Becky? Because right now, there's really nobody on Raw that I can see taking the title from her that would be like a like a big surprise. Like if Charlotte got it, I mean, we've seen that 10 times, <laughs> 10 times now. So that wouldn't, but you have to think we still have some women that haven't came back yet. We still have Naomi. We still have Liv Morgan, Ember Moon that could potentially be coming back, get on raw and set up a good storyline with Becky. And that would be some, that would be something new. Exactly. Um, I love the idea of Liv Morgan being in a few with Becky, but I feel like that would take time because you need to really build Liv Morgan up because she was just, you know, a member of the Riot Squad and she's never really had a singles career. So I feel like you would need to take the time to build her up. So that would be something that would take a little bit. Mm-hmm. Naomi, I like. I, I more so like if, um, well, would like if Becky turned heel. I don't. I liked Naomi as a heel as Team Bad, but as a her being by because I remember she was heel and she was feuding with um Cameron and I don't know she just really wasn't that good of a heel. I I, I prefer Naomi as a face. So I mean, if Becky turned heel, I would be accepting of that. But they would also have to kind of book Naomi strong too. Mm-hmm. Um, Ember Moon, obviously, her winning a title. I don't care who. I would be you know extremely happy about that considering she's my favorite. But she also, well, she's she could go either to Raw or SmackDown, but she also would, you know, I would prefer Becky to turn heel as well. But Sasha, you know, I mean, no, not Sasha, Ember, she, we still don't know how long she's going to be out and the severity of her injury. I'm kind of, 
Because, like I said, on Raw, other than Charlotte, there's really no big names. I mean, um, Asuka and, you know, Kyra Sane are obviously on Raw, but they're a tag team, and they're the champions right now. They're doing a very good job. I don't see them dropping them titles anytime soon. And I'm trying to think, who else is on Raw? Natty, maybe? Yeah, Natty is because she was on there last night, but she's kind of doing a tag team right now with Charlotte. I don't, I don't want to see Natty as champion again, honestly. I mean, plus she already did kind of feud with Becky. But I'm I'm kind of over the idea of Natty being champion. I think she her role is to put other women over and be a locker room leader, and that's fine. But I just had the gut feeling it'll be Ronda. There's rumors of her coming back soon. I know her maybe going to SmackDown would be, you know, wouldn't be surprising considering you know with the Fox deal. But I think her going to Raw and feuding with Becky would be the most ideal, just because we never got that one on one match. And if Ronda's going to come back and go after anyone, of course it's going to be after the one who pinned her the last time she was in the ring. So I'm kind of they could that. They could always, I just thought of this, since Survivor Series is Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT, they could be bringing up some women from NXT. Ooh, they could. After Survivor Series, and that could definitely. Maybe Shayna Baszler? Her, uh, Bianca Belair would be another good yeah, one. Yeah, her husband is on Raw now, mm-hmm. um, so that would make sense. I wouldn't mind that. Um, the only issue I have, like, is um, Shayna, I can see because of her historical, you know, NXT title run. She's the first and only ever two-time women's champion in NXT. And her combined reign with both titles is about to surpass Asuka. But Bianca, she's never held a title. I would love to see her come up, but she would have to be really built up. for. Because in general, for someone to come up from NXT and actually not just challenge Becky, but beat Becky, they're going to really have to book them properly. Because a lot of your cat, because Becky Lynch is a big deal right now. And a lot of your casual fans aren't very familiar with NXT wrestlers. Even you yourself said you don't watch it that much. Alexa Bliss never won the NXT women's title and she came up to SmackDown and was the first SmackDown women's champion. Second, Becky was the first. She beat Becky for it. No, she was the first. Um, she, she was the first, you know, Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. But yes, that is true. But um, kind of what I was saying, you know, like Alexa Bliss beat Becky for, but, you know, this was before Becky was, you know, a big mainstream draw. Considering, you know, that Becky is a mainstream draw now, I don't see just and, and if she's going to surpass Ronda Rousey's record of, you know, longest reigning Raw Women's Champion. So to me, I feel like whoever beats her is going to be something that WWE really likes and wants to invest in. And see, but the thing is, like, WWE, they can make anybody big that they want. They, oh, yeah, like even can, like uh, Lacey Evans, they kind of made her big. They can take any wrestler and do and make them, you know, the next Stone Cold. Like, they can take any wrestler and do whatever they want with them. And I think that's something that people don't realize is it's not necessarily the wrestler it's not necessarily the person it's what wwe is doing with them yeah i mean like you said wwe can make hornswoggle wwe champion <laughs> if they really wanted to i just at the same time you know you got to do gotta, gotta consider you know if the fans reject the wrestler that can hurt things too i mean 
WWE can book anyone they want, but they're not gonna. They're gonna be smart. They're gonna book someone who they know can sell merchandise and tickets and stuff like that. Um, I do think that Bianca can do that. Um, I think she is a total package. Shayna, I think Shayna. Um, she's very good in the ring. I, I think that she, I think she can be a big draw on the main roster. I mean, she's you know really grown on me in the last you know year. She's talented. You know, she brings that MMA style. She's like Ronda Rousey, but better because she's been wrestling for a few years. She, you know, wrestled on the independent circuit for, you know, two years or something like that prior to coming to NXT. Mm -hmm. So she's kind of has, you know, she has more knowledge in the ring plus her MMA skills. So she brings, you know, a different kind of style to the ring. But like I said, you know, like I would love Bianca too. She has, you know, everything honestly, and she's only getting better. So I could see them going either one of them if it were to be an NXT. But my gut feeling is still it's gonna be Ronda. But that's just know. me. Yeah, I don't know. Cause wasn't she supposed to take time off to have a baby? Uh, she did take time off. Obviously, um, it was well. The rumor was to start a family, and I think she even posted something on her YouTube channel. But obviously, unless she hasn't officially announced it, I don't, <laughs> she's not pregnant <laughs> and money talks, you know, I mean, if I don't know if they're having issues, it's none of my business. But like I said, money talks. And if she hasn't gotten pregnant now, you know, why not come back and wrestle at least until WrestleMania? If WWE's throwing you a big paycheck, you know? Yeah. But. Yeah, like I said, other than Ronda, the, uh, none of the current women on the roster, Raw roster other than Charlotte, I can really see doing it. But Charlotte, we just don't want to see her in that title. I'm tired of Char Charlotte, to be honest with you. I think she's talented. I know you love her. She's mm -hmm. very talented. She's very deserving of everything that she's gotten, but she's had the title ten times. And still to this day, I have a bad taste in my mouth with that Sasha few when she kept going over that just that was so heartbreaking every time Sasha lost that title to Charlotte. But the thing is what we just talked about, it's not Charlotte's fault. It's not Charlotte's fault. I don't <laughs> hate Charlotte as a person. I'm just tired of the character and I'm just overseeing her as champion. Mm -hmm. That's just me. Um, like I said, I love Charlotte and I respect her. I'm just tired of seeing her as champion. But, um, so yeah, we do have a few more minutes to spare, so why not one quick question, um, what is your favorite Becky match? Ooh. Uh, damn. Honestly, I think her and Sasha at Hell in a Cell was one of her best matches. Yes, that was, I think that's my favorite match of Becky Lynch on the main roster but still to this day i think my favorite match with her is um in nxt excuse me and that is with sasha banks mm -hmm. at nxt takeover that um at the time that was my favorite all-time women's match what that was topped a few months later with sasha and bailey but yeah that was you know that was a really good match and that was i think their first singles match against each other so yeah, that was my favorite match. Yeah, I can. I mean, all of her matches. Like I haven't seen a bad match 
from Becky Lynch. I don't think I have either. Like, she just goes out there and 110% just kills it every single time she goes out there. She does. And that's why I say, like, I'll never get tired of her because her matches are just incredible. Like, she's so entertaining in the ring. She's good. I... I can just never get bored watching her. Same here. So. So, yeah, that uh, that wraps up our spotlight episode on Becky Lynch. I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at O-Face Wrestling. Also, look us up on Facebook. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Make sure you like and join the group. Trying to get um, some more conversations in the group and um, look us up on YouTube as well. We have a few videos. I have five. Uh, I have a little weekly series that I do called The Glorious Talk. Every week I pick a specific topic or a wrestler that I want to talk about. And it's just like a quick five to eight minute long video. Um, we are going to have some guests on the show in the near future. And I will be doing some YouTube um, episodes with them. So make sure you check that out. And yep. And thank you again for tuning in, guys. Bye. Bye.